Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, here we go. Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. We are here to talk about action. We've talked about also when we don't act, what goes on. Leaders, what do you do when you've got something to do and it's difficult and it's challenging and it's hard? Poof. Do you stand up? Do you face it? Do you go through it? Do you actually take it on? Or do you find yourself second guessing, doubting yourself? Do you find yourself giving in to your fears? That's what we want to talk about tonight. We want to talk about leaders. It's time for you to learn how to overcome your great fears and do it in great ways. So I'm here tonight with my partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey, Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. So let's start with this. What about this whole thing about fear and how people dance around fear? And I'm going to tell you, it's a dance. Sometimes it's a little complicated, but it's it's a dance. What about leadership and fear? Why do those almost like they're they're like they shouldn't go together at all? No, but unfortunately, fear is is a factor that we deal with a lot. There's there's fear of failure. There's fear of the next big thing. There's fear of of people thinking that you're not capable. There's, there's all sorts of fear involved with leadership. Every single one of those are things that you can overcome. Every one of them. They absolutely are. And and that fear, I love what Zig Ziglar used to call it, false evidence appearing real. There's, some, yeah. there's a lot of, there's something to that that's really kind of interesting to play around with. This idea, though, of fear and leadership, I'm going to, so we're talking about I want to make a position here about leadership. Leadership is something that is a thing. It is a thing. It has real substance to it. It has something there that is real. It's palpable. It's it's something that you can feel and touch. And, and, it's, it's, and it's bringing forth something. When you're leading, you are doing just that. It's like Napoleon Hill talks about ideas are things. You know, they're things in our brains, literally there are neural pathways in our brain that we look at and we take a look at and we see what it is. And then we go from those things that are there in our brain, we go and do other things to create results, to create yes. outcomes. Leadership is that same kind of thing that it has substance. And I want you to, and those of you who are watching tonight, if, if you're a leader, what is the substance? Not just the presentation, but the real substance of your leadership. We were just talking about the guy that you know, who is a guy kind of, a, he has a lot of, presentation when it yeah. comes to leading, but as far as his actual stuff that he shows up with, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of stuff that he shows up with. There's no real thing there and what it is that he has, but there's a lot of show. There's a lot of, you know, look at me, my pretense, yeah. you know? 
So yeah. what can we do? What can it's we like do? a Camaro with a four-cylinder engine in it. Yeah. All show, no go. That's right. um, I'll yeah. I think a lot of this is to really take a breather. Sit, get away from what you're doing and really take a, a strong look at what is causing this fear. You know, and, and fear can be, here's the thing. Fear is, it's a reaction. Courage is a choice. Fear puts us in places such as a comfort zone because we're afraid to step out of that, that comfort zone because it's going to be difficult. Well, we all know that comfort zones are career killers. They can kill your, your organization. They can kill your career. If you sit there in that comfort zone and you do not have a plan for action, then what's what's your next step when you really have to take that that you that you cross that bridge? What are you gonna do? Face your fears. You know that's one of the biggest things you can do. Uh, you can respond to it as as a problem. Fear is a problem to solve. Uh, you know really. Take time to, to look at what is causing that fear. Is it, uh, for, are you afraid of people finding out that you're uh, not up to the task? Are you trying to put yourself in a position where you want everybody to think you're perfect? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's ever going to be perfect as a leader. That's right. So by definition, leaders have to step out in front. Yes. Now, that, so this that's a it's a real interesting irony about that because one of the first things that leaders fear is that people won't follow them. That they'll step forward, they'll start to lead, but nobody will be behind them. That's another thing about you know lining up your people to make sure that they're behind you or figuring out how to create those relationships of sustaining you know them sustaining you, but because because you're sustaining them. You're working together. You got a high level of relationship going on with those people that you're leading. But by definition, you've got to break away from the pack, which then sets you in a position of being abandoned. It sets you in a position of having to stand alone, put you in a position of having to, you know, raise the flag, make the mark, set the place where they're going, where you're going to. All of those are real position. When you talk about vulnerability in leadership, that is a genuine position of leadership that being vulnerable because you're stepping forward with something that we're going to do different, something we're going to approach in a different way, or we're going to go after it in a different yeah. way. And once you get that going, and that's the first thing, what happens when I step forward and they don't follow? What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. And that's why I'm saying leadership is something real. Because if you don't have the reality, you don't have the stuff of leading. When you lead, and you push back, and they, there's some pushback that will happen. People will not always agree with what you're doing here. If you don't have the substance, the stuff to keep moving forward, that doesn't mean walking over people. That means the real legitimate stuff to help people to follow you. If you don't have that, all that happens is you fall apart. Yes. Fear drags you down, tears you up, rips you apart. And all of a sudden, the, your worst fears as a leader, which is really that of people finding out that, well, maybe they don't have what it takes to yeah. lead. They don't have the, what it takes to inspire people, to get people behind them, to get people to buy in, to yeah. really make this thing work and win. Maybe that's what's really going on. So so this idea of leaders, it is inherent to your position, no matter what level you are in a corporation. 
that you are going to put yourself in a position of having to deal with fear. There's no way to get around it. It is inherent to the position of leadership. And it comes at you in a whole lot of different ways. Knowing your substance, knowing who it is that you are, what you are all really all about, that's where it begins. And the fear then becomes one of, you know, what do I bring to the table? Now, how can we help them? Let's just go right there. If you've got that concern, if that's kind of the bit, bit, bit of your stomach, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes you're just nervous about it. You're going to a meeting, you got to all the stuff that you got to do. If that's a concern, how can we help them to start seeing that you really do have some substance and we can grow that substance of your leadership? Yeah. What do we do? Assessments. We start there. We start finding out who you are as an individual. First step. And that takes courage, being vulnerable, because this it, we have an assessment called an MLEI that really breaks down who you are as a leader internally. It's that inner core, who you are, you truly are, your beliefs, your core purpose, your foundation that drives that outer core that everybody sees. But it's that inner core that we first are, are focusing on. We're not going to come out here and tell you, well, you got to develop your communication skills or your team leadership is lacking. That's not the first step. The first step is to find out who you are, where your strengths are, where your gaps lie, and then start working on that. But it's all about that inner core. It's all about who you are, what, what drives you as a leader. And that's being vulnerable. And I'll, I'll tell you what, you mentioned a few minutes ago, Michael, about vulnerability. Vulnerability is contagious. Trust in an organization is contagious. When you start showing that you're vulnerable as a leader, and, and you start stepping out and showing people that I do have flaws. I, I you know, I need, I want to improve and I need your help. I need your help to help me improve. Vulnerability is contagious and it starts creating trust within an organization. And so trust really becomes from that, that vulnerability. But that vulnerability starts with you. Starts with the individual. Yeah, just being honest about what it is that you bring. Yeah. That, and that's, and that, again, that's kind of the unknown. The fear of the unknown. There's another fear, Rich. Yeah. The fear of the unknown. Maybe you really don't know the substance of your leadership abilities, yep. your capacities. Maybe you don't know that. And because you don't know that, you may feel like, I don't want to know it. I, I might find that there's nothing there. There's, it's nothing, there's nothing there. But that's not going to be the case. Everybody has leadership potential. Everybody has some sort of natural leadership mm -hmm. that's just inside of them. You may not know how to find it. You may not know how to develop it, but we will find that. I tell you, we will find it for you and we will show you. We'll help you believe in it. That sense of confidence starts to happen there. And then with that, we can now show you how to grow it, how to expand it so that you now can claim legitimately, this is this. these are my skills as a leader. You not only know them, you know, intellectually, you have a, a feeling about it, but you have that ability now to bring them forth and demonstrate that. That's yes. real confidence. That's yes. self-knowledge. That's capacity. That's your belief in operation. That's also your leadership character that's really yep. being developed. That's what's going on there. And that's where I'm going to tell you, most leaders, whether they recognize it or not, that's where they get tripped up because they don't know right. and they're afraid to find out. Fear of... I don't know. Well, you know, when we, we talk about these leaders in, in, that we have, we, we look at as these, they're being great 
organizational, cultural leaders. Um, ones that have really drove companies to be, you know, huge like Apple, Steve Jobs, Roger Enrico from PepsiCo, Bill Loga, FedEx. Um, and that's just, just to start the list. This MLAI we're talking about, every one of those people I just mentioned started their coaching journey with that MLEI after they had already established themselves in these senior management and leadership roles. They knew they had to do something more. They knew that there was more to their ability. Well, this is interesting, Rich. If yeah. a leader, this is a weird thing. A really great leader, there's only about 5% of really great leaders out there in, in different yeah. organizations. I mean, 5% yeah. is a surprising low number. Yes. These guys, I'll bet you anything because they were humble and they were willing to take a look at it. I'll bet you they were in that 5%. And so what makes it interesting, they probably looked at the results of that MLEI and it told them things that they knew. Yeah, these are my strengths. And it probably told them some things that they knew about. Yeah, I'm not so hot on this. Right. I bet you anything. I bet you anything. It also told them things that they didn't know about their strengths. It told them things about that they didn't know about some of their weaknesses that they've just right. been kind of avoiding. Yeah. But how do you really play? Let's say you're playing a, a game of poker. Okay. Five hand, five hand poker. But you only have two cards. And you got to play, you got to bet, you got to, you know, call bluffs, you got to put the, you know, put those, you know, ante it up and all that kind of stuff. You got to do all that stuff, but you only have two cards. What's the, what kind of confidence that you, can you have in playing five hand poker when you only have two cards? None. None. You have no confidence because you don't know what the other two cards are that you're betting on. Well, that's what it's like leaders. If you only have one or two cards in a five hand, five, five card hand here, that, and as a leader, you're not going to have the kind of confidence that you should have. Because if you have all five, then you know which ones you're going to hold and which ones you're going to throw. And get some new cards if you need to. That's what we can help you do. Let's find out. Let's really go. Let's get rid of those things that are getting in your way. Let's strengthen the things that you have. Let's help you build a better hand that yeah. you can now play as a leader. Yep. So this, this MLEI, uh, Michael, has over 12,000 global leaders in it in over 150 countries worldwide who have used that assessment to start their journey. So we have, we've developed quite an audience uh, on this podcast. We've got some great followers across the globe. So our call out to you is to reach out to us no matter where you're at and let's, let's, let us help you. Now, when I said 12,000 global leaders, are you going to be the 12,000 the first? Are you going to be the 12,000 the second? Are you going to add to that list? Are you going to start the same journey that some of the some of the greatest corporate leaders of our time have started down the same path? Okay. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Or are you afraid? And, and that's that what you're afraid of? again, that's the very place you don't want to be leaders. No, you don't want to be stuck in that comfort, uncomfortable zone of fear and finding that somebody's going to find out that you don't have what it takes, that you're impossible, imposter, you're just playing at it, and you really don't have the substance. You already have substance. The question is, do you know what the substance is? 
Yeah. Are you ready to develop more of it? Are you willing to grow it? Are you willing to now expand that, that substance of being a genuine, authentic leader that makes a difference in people's lives, in your companies, in your life, and anything else that you, you have that capacity because now you really know. And uh, it starts with, you know, I'll tell you what it starts with. It starts with two things. You know what they are? Curiosity. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know that. And second is a little bit of courage. Yep. Yeah, I want to know, and I'm going to do something about it. That's our invitation to you. It really is. Absolutely. Right. How do they do it? Well, it's, it's, it's a whole lot easier than you might think. Executive leaders at ILEC.com. Go to our website, and from there, you can click on the links to get a hold of us. You can read about us. You can read about the MLEI. You can read about all these assessments, and you can read on there testimonials from global leaders that will tell you exactly how this works. That would be outstanding. Let's give a shout out to those folks that are watching us out there in Washington, D.C., District of Columbia. We got some fans out there, some people that are watching us. Thanks so much. Appreciate you being part of what it is we're doing here. Got questions? Absolutely. Got something you want to ask us? Got something you want to tell to us? Come on. Bring it on in. Bring it home. Let's deal with it. Let's do it. Very good. So once again, everybody, we are at the end of another episode of Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. We appreciate everything you do and everything that you support us in. And we, we're ready to be here for you. We're ready just to talk. Let's, let's call up and let's have a conversation. We're open. You know, let's say if you want to call and tell us about your, your week, let's do that too. Let's just talk. So let's get you started on that journey. So once again, thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Be safe. Take care of each other. Because uh, heaven knows this is a time we need to reach out to each other. We need to take care of each other right now. So make sure you do that. Have a good night, everybody. All right, folks. Take care. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.